1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Morelos is back but can Rangers recover from weekend disappointment when Hamilton visit tonight? Celtic go to Livingston in another of the five top flight matches and hearts blow Hibs away on the night when Billy Gilmore runs the show for Chelsea against Liverpool
2: I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Jim Duffy and Mark Weedy Yeah, as you say, two uh, cracking games at the top of the table Gordon, Celtic are going to Livingston, a place where they lost Early in the season And Rangers need to get back to winning ways At home to to Hamilton And speaking of Hamilton With that result for Hearts last night What a victory that was for them It really hots it up at the bottom of the table And St Mirren and Hamilton ackies know that they've got a bit of work to do
1: Yeah, if Edinburgh Derby mm. was anything to go by Jim We're mm. in for quite a midweek fixture card I'm not sure many people saw A victory like that coming It was a, a fairly dramatic evening mm. At Easter Road And hopefully more of the same tonight
3: yeah, I mean, it was so comprehensive for Hearts I think, you know, 3-0 up and Hibs only scoring very late on a consolation and, you know, I don't think anyone could uh, foreseen that you know, particularly Hibs you know, playing some good football Hearts still struggling other than that um, Cup victory, obviously, over Rangers but, uh, you know, the games have been thick and fast over over the month of February now into March and, you know, and I think in two, two-folds, two Gordon you've got that momentum if you are winning and that definitely helps you want these games coming up if you haven't, it gives you a chance to readdress it, like hearts and getting that big boost. So, for instance, for Rangers tonight, they need a big performance at home to Hamilton. There's absolutely no doubt about that. Five big
1: games in the top flight tonight A big game in the top flight last night Big games in the Championship in the lower leagues last night as well And an impressive Scotland performance south of the border All to get your teeth into So don't hang about Let us know your thoughts on the line 01419511025 And we are on Twitter At S Let's start going around some of the grounds then Let's go to Ibrook's First Rangers against Hamilton Ackies Here's Andrew McLean
4: Yeah, good evening. The last time Rangers played here at Ibrox was 13 days ago against Braga. But that seems like a long, long time ago when you think about what's happened since they went on to drop points away to St. Johnston, then sealed their place in the last 16 of the Europa League before being knocked out, of course, in the Scottish Cup by Hearts on Saturday. A sequence of events that left Stephen Gerrard doing a bit of soul-searching over the weekend. But in front of the media yesterday, he sounded like a determined man as he vowed to give his everything uh, to get Rangers back to where he wants them to be and back where the fans want them to be as well but you think that must start with three points tonight against Hamilton as for Hamilton, will they drop back to the bottom of the table after Hearts' Edinburgh Derby victory last night, Brian Rice is insisting that it's his side that should be feeling the real pressure about where they are and not Rangers, as for early team news Alfredo Morelos of course is back He served his club punishment and is back available tonight, Florian Camberry returns to the fold as well after he was cup tied at the weekend Ryan Jack and Scott Arfield missed this one through injury And it looks too soon For Philip Hellander As well Who is on the mend As for Hamilton They've had all sorts Of injury problems This season Jamie Hamilton Does return from suspension Defender Kieran McKenna Is also back fit as well His last game for the club Was their 5-0 loss here Earlier in the campaign I'll bring you full team news As soon as I get it
1: Here's one to kick you off Then Rangers fans Alfredo Morelos Is available tonight Does he go back Into the starting 11 You tell us Is it Morelos Is it Cambery? Or maybe even both Call us right now And let us know what you think Should happen tonight 01419511025 Morelos Canberri Or both Or maybe something else Maybe you'd throw a default in there You tell us Let's go to The Spaghetti Had The Tony Macaroni Arena Livingston against Celtic Alison Conroy's there
5: yeah, the only place that Celtic have lost on the road this season. But Scott Brown insists tonight's visit to the Tony Macedonia Arena isn't about revenge. Livingston, of course, the only team to beat Celtic apart from Rangers this season domestically. That was a 2-0 win here. Back in October, Livingston are strong at home. They're undefeated here since the 10th of November. Olivier Cham is still out injured for Celtic, and Yozo Simonovic will also miss this one out tonight. Gordon, I should have the team news in about half an hour or so.
1: Two interesting fixtures tonight, Mark Guidi yeah. With no disrespect to, to Hamilton Rangers against Hamilton at Ibrox Usually has a, a sort of routine look about it But it's Rangers' recent form Which makes it really interesting And then of course Celtic at Livingston As Alison says It's the only place they've lost this season yeah. Scott Brown might not think it's about revenge But fans maybe will um, And like I say In their own
2: way Two really interesting tussles at the top Yeah I mean On paper uh you would expect both teams to win, but if there was to be a slip up, then you would say it's more likely to be at Livingston. You know, you know on that Astro Tough, Livingston might nick a point or something that, might make life difficult for Celtic, particularly Celtic had a real tough 90 minutes um, at Perth against St John's. They really had to dig deep to get that result um, there. And then at Irox, the thing that gets me about Irox tonight, I think Rangers will win and they'll win comfortably. But I love your question at the top of the show there what do you do, Wilfredo? Morelos and, and, I, and I think It's so a corner. I'd love to get Jim's take on it As well as I imagine For me um, If you take football Out of the equation I think he's let His club down And it's not the first time And I think he's He's got away with it A few times A couple of times Too many to, to, to be honest So if it was me I wouldn't have him Anywhere near A starting place Tonight And I think it was The right decision To leave him out The squad on Saturday as well But Rangers need to win games And when he fancies it and when he's on form, he is the best striker at the club. So, what do you do? What do you do, Jeff?
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I have had um, experience in the past when players have been in discipline. Of course, you have. I think every manager's experienced that. I've also had players uh, no turning up, if, you know, or been late, if you want to call it returning back, pre season. I remember one time um, I had uh, up at Dundee had Fabian Caballero, who was a huge fan's favourite. Um, but he didn't turn up uh, For the start of pre-season and, and as you know Most of the hard work's done Within the first week 10 days anyway But in those days anyway The first, first week or so uh, He didn't turn up And then turned up well overweight So therefore You know uh, uh, Disciplined him by not having him involved The, the, the problem you've got is He's a fan's favourite mm-hmm. And the fans don't really want to know That you know Where you've got a whole club to look at You can say Well if every other player Decided mm-hmm. to come back a week late you no players. So but they want the key players in the team. So when he was on the bench, for instance, the fans were all singing his name and you obviously is, you know, your human nature thinking, no, he's not going on because he doesn't deserve to go on. He's not fit enough, he's not worked hard enough. The rest of the players, you said you've got that whole responsibility to the team and to the to the, the club. But ultimately, if he's one of your better players, somewhere along the line you have to make a decision to get him back in the team. And if he's been punished, when Stephen Gerrard says he has, he's been Discipline. Whether that's a fine, missed the game. Who knows what the actual punishment is? But if he's been punished, then you have to move on. And therefore, for me, then he has mm. to put him back in the team. I personally think he should have had him in the team. As I even though I've I've done the same same thing, but I think as a manager, you have to. use Saturday, it Saturday? Yeah. You just started I, on Saturday. I, th- I think yeah. you have to use the players to your advantage, and then when the punishment is. Time is there You can punish him At another time He doesn't have to be In that particular day mm. It could have been Further down the line You know And I think that's when The manager then decides Listen I'm not letting you away with this I don't think I am But I need you For Sunday I will have a think about it I will deal with it After Sunday Now whether that would to be in the next game Or a couple of games to go Or How
2: do you wait up then How do you mm. get a decision When You know mm. That several boys In the dressing rooms mm. Are at the end of their tether mm. In terms of how many losses have been taken yeah. In terms of maybe Not favouritism But maybe no. given a bit extra leeway
3: Yeah I mean But listen there's been Key players giving leeway For generations You know You can you can name a number of players Whether it's a Paul Gascoigne Or a Joe's Best Or a Jimmy Johnston And I mean There's umpteen If you want to call it Maverick players Who have always been given A little bit more leeway Maybe don't train quite as hard Get the odd day off here And they're having Chick Charlie, For instance They used to get Chick the odd Monday off Things like that So <laughs> You know, listen there are, but As long as they're doing the business for the team Players will generally accept that Provided he's doing the business The problem for Morelos is He hasn't been doing the business the the year. Yeah. yeah.
1: Right, Fraser is a Rangers fan from Clyde Bank Going along to the game tonight Fraser, when you get there Do you want to see Morelos in the starting 11?
6: Yes, I definitely do want to see him in the starting 11 um, I, I, like, I want to make a point On his behaviour and how he's he said that he himself. The boy was anxious for Celtic. He was in the papers with a lot of scrutiny, his own personal problems, mental health, and he's bounced back and he's managed to do it. So I don't want to hear these excuses for the Rangers, but they need some reassurance for the fans. They need to take some accountability for themselves. We are there tonight. I'm just a bit of a going to have to go into it again tonight just because I want to show my support. We can all have our moans and our groans. That
1: the players need to stand up And take face Yeah the players need to, to the, the line wasn't great I, I can certainly hear it Because I've got the, the the headphones on But um, for anyone who couldn't hear it Fraser talking about Players needing to To, to sort of stand up and, and be counted ultimately
3: Yeah you have to be accountable For your professionalism That's the first thing You know you You have to be a total professional I mean at a club that rain There's no hiding place You know on and off the pitch Everything Is analysed You know And uh, you know you're in, you're in the public eye Whether you like it or not And you're paid handsomely To deal with that and that's what Alfredo Morales has to do and has to understand. But it just seems to be that, you know, no matter how Stephen Gerrard treats him, how much, um, you know, they, they try their best, they try and, you know, get inside his head, that there just seems to be this little kind of switch every now and again, flicks and he goes in the opposite direction. But uh, I think if it, if it doesn't, you know, really sink in now, and I know I've said this in the past about, you know, cards and a. Then I think he'll, 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 his career could, could be be crushed quite quickly mm. because not just at Rangers, but other clubs will absolutely, you know, um, you know, just t- turn turn away from him because they'll say, well, wh- why do we want to inherit those type of problems? So it's a very difficult one. But for the player himself, he has to address his mentality mm. of playing for Rangers and get it right. Because as Matt says, when he does get it right, he is a top player. But there's too many Too many negatives Around him at this moment in time On a purely
1: footballing Basis Fraser that The, the scattergun Came out after Tynecastle. Castle We had loads of calls And loads of tweets about This player and that player Not having it Not being winners Having had you know Too many chances Would you Make any other Significant changes To the team tonight? I would like to see A consistency
6: in the team Not too much Changing That's the only concern I have Look, I think it was Even from the start of the season i have been so much changes and positions and people even are revo. He's playing everywhere in the park, you know. So I, I want to see a consistency of the same players so that they can gel more together instead of dropping and changing all the time.
1: Yeah, I mean, Mark, when you look at the way things are for Rangers at the moment, I think most people accept that the league is all but done. You never use that phrase "done"; yeah. it just comes back to bite you. But yeah. all, all but done. That said though Because of the previous Couple of weeks And the way things have been Is there a real pressure Is there a real Different pressure About tonight Because Even if you think The league's already gone That doesn't mean That you can get away with not winning the game Do you know what I mean? Yeah (laughs) Because of the the, the level Of criticism there's been No
2: there is I mean You know you you There's no one here They manage to lose their jobs I like Stephen Gerrard I've made my feelings clear On what I think of him As a manager And how he deals With the media But listen He can't afford to lose Too many more games He's not untouchable so he knows he's got to go and win the last thing Steven Gerrard needs Is to lose in front of 50,000 Rangers fans tonight So that's number one Number two Players should be a pride there to go and do well for the jersey To keep a jersey To make sure you're playing against Leverkusen uh, next week If you're like Amarelos If you're thinking, okay that's it. And I'm, I'm maybe thinking about getting away And there might be other clubs interested in me Then at the moment You want to do better So it's a better club that comes in for you Rangers then benefit with that because your transfer value goes up. I mean, let's be honest, three months ago on this show, we were talking about Morelos being
3: 20, maybe a
2: twenty-five million yeah. pound player.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: What's his value now? Certainly no twenty five million. I don't know what it is, but it's no twenty five million at the moment. So all those wee different kind of things that you put into the pot is why Rangers need to go and and one thing that I think's been missing from Rangers, Gordon. I don't it's not the only thing, but I think I know Barisic has been injured for a couple of games. I think Rangers have really missed their attacking fullbacks. You think the first half of the season, Tavernier, Barisic balls into the box, amount of assists. Rangers haven't really had that. Look at them in Tynecastle and and on, on Saturday night. There's nothing really there. I don't know what's happened, but they've missed that attacking potency from mm. the fullback back areas.
1: Uh, let's put the same question to Paul in Crookston. Paul, tonight, would you start Morelos? Would you start Camberie? Would you start them both? How, how would you go about it if you were in charge?
7: Um, a good
8: question. I think Camberie's. Um, got a lot to prove I think yeah I think Gerrard's got his stamp down on you know, Morales. I think to be honest I think it should have been done a long time ago um, I think yeah I could maybe see from a management point of view he's trying to be a people person and keeping people inside and whatnot. but I think he's just no you know the, the small discipline well big discipline issues and the small petty things he does on the field is costing the team in the long term so I think maybe if he nipped it in the bud earlier maybe I've got to a stage that's how it all is, all is in the butts I guess but um, I, th- I guess what I was kind of phoning up maybe it hits into that point because I want to see what Jim's perspective is on this being a manager himself maybe Mark obviously from the media point of view um, I think I think Jerry's done a lot of good things since he's been at Rangers fair enough he could go through two seasons not win a trophy but I think he's done a lot of good things um, I like how he, he talks to the media I think how, how he comes across to fans everything's good but where I do question it is it, 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 I don't know, from a fan's perspective, I think he's got favourites, I see that. Um, i seen it with like Gordon Strachan, the Scotland manager. No, he won't drop players. Connor Goldson never dropped. Tavenier, never dropped. Now, these players make the same amount of mistakes as what, an example, I like Katic. Now, I might be biased here. I think the guy came in, done a great job, kept his place, made a couple of mistakes, fair enough, it cost us against St Johnson, but dropped. Now, he's a 22-year-old what does that do to his development and his, No, when he's seen the Conor Goldsons of the world and the Tavadiers of the world make the same mistakes? I know for a fact, if I was in that team, I'd be thinking, wait a minute, why is it I get dropped but these other players don't get dropped? So when I hear these rumours, of clicks and whatnot, whether it's true or not, I don't know. But would that not be maybe part of it that it's looking like players might be thinking, you've got favourites here. There's ones you just won't drop. So... I kind of want to know what Jim's perspective is. If that's you not know, being in management and things, is that something that kind of could come across? And um, yeah, just to
3: get your thoughts on that, see what you yeah, think. I think, Paul, you mean, it's like, listen, we're all, you know, human nature comes into play. You know, there are sometimes you look at certain guys through rose coloured glasses. There's no doubt about that. I think every manager does that. You do have certain players that sometimes other people say, how well, do you keep playing him all the time? And you maybe see the benefit in other ways. For instance, you might think, you know how, how he impacts the team, and even if he's not the greatest player, but you know, the job he does for the team if he's unselfish. But I do get your point in terms of Tavernier and 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 Golson because these other guys do seem to be you know dropped quite you know consistently, and 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 those other ones are, are, are don't. But the only thing is, if they have made errors, that this has all come up in, in the last maybe five six weeks, the first half of the season. No one really questioned Stephen Gerrard's kind of team selection and, you know, what should be happening now because of in the back of a few bad results and performances, then I think that that's when the questions are asked. For me, it's more about the balance of the team. I mean, Matt just alluded there earlier on talking about both fullbacks. But when both fullbacks were injured, Tavanier didn't have a natural type of replacement, to you know, a similar type a guy, didn't have a natural type of guy for Barras when he's been out. The last It was the semi-final Last year when they lost They played uh, It was Omar Sadiq up front Because they had injuries I think or Morelis Dambab was B. suspended yeah. And again He was thrown in This time around Against Hearts An issue with Morelis He's not actually got anybody Because Canberra's cup tied Defoe's not fully fit He played Greg Stewart So I think there's more To look at the The overall structure And balance of the team The last thing I'll say Is I said he, he does tend to want To always play four three three, And I have said this In the programme And I do think that if it hasn't been could been working, rather than the personnel that you know, Paul's saying there, whether it's goals and whether it's whether it's Tavernier, I think sometimes you just got to maybe try something just to see if it freshens things up, you know. Mm. So if you've not got Tavernier, for instance, or Baricch, maybe go through the back and play with two wing backs, you know, and just try try it just maybe for a couple mm. of games, just to see if it gives you a wee bit of impetus. So that for me would be more. I would look at the the the, the change since the turn of the year that. The Steven Gerrard seems almost, you know, really, you know, like this one. And this is the way I play. This is what I believe in. Listen, I've heard many top managers saying, "Don't change your principles. Don't change your philosophy." But I think sometimes you've got to look at who you've got available and the form they're on, and maybe just say, "Does Marius need a bit of help? Does Camberry need a partner? Does does the need a partner?" You know, those type of things. And I, and I think that's something that, that maybe Rangers. Could be looking at.
1: Good question, Paul. Hopefully, that was answered for you. We're going to take some travel with Stephen and then we'll get the team news next.
0: Clyde won Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Getting you full compensation is their goal. Talk to Thompson's.com.
1: Mark Greedy and Jim Duffy here with me, Gordon Duncan. Five big games in the Premiership tonight. We're on the phones and we're on Twitter. At Clyde SSB Faceless John says the league is not over. Win the game in hand, beat Celtic home and away. Game on. I'm seeing a similar theme here. Max is on as well. He says I had given up in the league, but last night I dreamt that Livy done Celtic and we beat them home and away and won our game in hand. Wouldn't that make us level? Says Max. So there we go. If we're basing it on on predictions. I just wait till I have words with Hugh Evans this week. His predictions have been worse than ever. I think we need to have serious. I think. I think. Is
2: he, is he homeless yet? He's, well, he's that, that's, his house that's now, the that problem. Yeah. And
1: he did on the Edinburgh derby last night. So I think it's about time he was disciplined. Uh, to be honest, so let's uh, let's stick with the phones at the moment. I don't think we've got any team news just yet. In fact, let's hear from the managers first. Shall we? Let's hear from Neil Lennon. Going along the M8 to take on Livingston. They lost there earlier this season. Uh, here are the thoughts of the Celtic boss.
2: Nothing to fear, but they've got to be at their best. They have to be focused and they have to be concentrated and they have to be physically strong as well. I want them to keep being exceptional. I think they can get better as a group, you know, and, and forge ahead again. So that's what we're looking for. We're looking for them not to rest on the laurels, but to look to improve in areas where we can. Every game's an obstacle. We have to be able to... Consistent best players have got the bit between the teeth, which is good. You know, we're trying to keep them as fresh as we can and, you know, injury free. Um, so yeah, it's a question of just looking at the next game in isolation, and that's obviously against Livingston.
1: Scott Brown was saying, you know, it's not about revenge or anything, Jim, but it's that sort of professional pride. I'm sure Celtic players like to to go everywhere and, and win games, and they won't have been too happy with what happened in Livingston last time.
3: Yeah, but I don't think they'll you know, go too overboard about it. didn't play well. I was actually at the game and Ryan Christie got a red card as well. And Celtic didn't really play anywhere near their best. And, and, and Livingston, all credit to them, did they do well. You know, they put pressure. Lyndon Dykes was one of those days where they really get inside the head. Uh, um, Julianne and, uh, you know, and, and, and they couldn't really handle them. So... Listen, they know what to expect. They know what to, how Livingston will go. And, you know, Celtic, if if they manage to get to that level as, as Neil Lennon was stating there to that consistent best, then they are, you know, a very, very good side and more than good enough to win the game. But Livingston do get, you know, they, they have a wee psychological advantage because everyone talks about the pitch. Everyone talks about the way they play. So, and they enjoy that. I think they enjoy that kind of notoriety and uh, they thrive on it. And their home record's been terrific and, you know, again, you wouldn't put it past Livingston to, to, to maybe throw a little span in the works tonight, but, uh, you know, Celtic, I think, will have to be mentally ready to approach this game.
1: Yeah, I mean, 27 of their 38 points have been picked mm. up at home this season, yeah. Mark. They they are phenomenal at home, they're, they're brilliant at it, and they do get a bit of a hard rap. Uh, people think, you know, they, they're always direct and, and one but they actually play decent football when, yeah. when when they get up there and when they get the ball down. So it could be. I stress that Could be a, a difficult night for Celtic But of course They've shown recently That yeah. they tend to just deal with Whatever's in front of them at the moment
2: Yeah, It has a potential To be a real tough tie for, A tough league game tonight For Celtic And as you said Gordon as well their, their home record this season But it's not a flash in the pan They've been consistent for 18 months Last season as well at home They had a really good uh, record too Picked up a lot of points um, So I think what will certainly give Celtic Heart for tonight Getting into this Game will be what they had to do on Sunday in terms of digging out. And I know it's a different, there was a, a difficult service on Sunday against a St Johnson team that were motivated, that were desperate to to bring Celtic's cup run to an end. And Celtic managed to, a couple of scary moments for them, but they managed to get that result by, by the goal. And I think that'll give Celtic a bit of confidence going there tonight. But you know, cold Wednesday night on the asphalt turf under the floodlights, it won't be everybody's cup of tea, but they'll just need to dig in. But one thing I would never, y- you can't do now. Is underestimate The Celtic team Because I've just been Far too successful Over the past three years To do that
1: Well if you're wondering Who's starting for Celtic tonight Wonder no more Alison Conroy has the answer
5: yeah, a couple of changes for Celtic tonight and it is back to a 4-2-3-1 for Celtic as well. No Lee Griffiths in the starting lineup; he is on the bench. So it will be Fraser Forster in goal, a back four of Chris Iron, near Beaton, Chris Julian and Greg Taylor. Then it was Scott Brown and Cal McGregor with the three of James Forrest, Ryan Christie and Mohamed Ilyanousi. Odson Edward as the lone striker. On the bench for Celtic tonight It's just disappeared So I would love to tell you It'll be Gordon, Elhamad, Frimpong Hayes, Rogic and Bayo
1: The thing about that team lineup, Jim Is it gives you that flexibility Because you could also see mm. El yunusi pushed up next to, to mm. Edouard And, and mm. it does become that 3-5-2 that if you like So there's good options there for Celtic
3: Yeah I mean as that's, that's I've said You know, They, they have that flexibility in their squad And they're happy to, to flip it either way You know during games you know, game to game, I thought they would go with a three to the back tonight because again the way that Livingston play, you know, getting up to Lyndon Dykes and having the three big centre backs against them. But mm-hmm. you know, nevertheless, um that this side and that, that he's played in this system, he's played has been the, the kind of one that's been there for the majority um of, of his time uh, as a Celtic manager and it's worked very, very well. They still I mean you still look at the Elanusi, Forrest, Christie, Edward you know, still an unbelievable amount of firepower
1: Right Celtic fans, what do you make of that team? 01419511025 Andy is a Rangers fan from Finiston Hi Andy How
9: are you doing, pan, all right?
1: Not too yeah. bad What's on your mind tonight, uh, Andy? I've
9: cut, cut a wee point I was trying to through the other after the Hearts game But that's stunning, dusted now One no, of my, my, my first point is that I know Stevie Gerard knows European football And he's still a novice But do you think he's, he hasn't Just got quite the grip of Scottish football? He's still learn his trade because you know, if you learn the trade, it takes three and four years. Or is it the players that just don't get what it has to be a Rangers player? You know, you can't just play one good game, then play you know, a bad game. And then the other point was, I'm reading the paper today, I don't know if that Michael Beale. he's saying Rangers can't handle long balls in Scottish game, but more so to the European football. But Scottish football is really bread and butter, I'm sure the players must know that. You know, what I mean, it's kind of. I, I don't know if he said the right thing there mm. Surely Surely he must
2: know How he plays Scottish football Yeah I, I, I agree with your, your comments there Andy In terms of Michael Beal And first and foremost You should be bringing in players Or coaching players First and foremost To deal with As you say With the bread and butter Every Saturday Because the most important thing For Rangers Getting into this season Was to try and stop Celtic winning 1-9 a row, Or just not even to stop Celtic to actually go and win a title For themselves And anything in Europe Should be regarded as a bonus No the other way around So that's what you should be doing but I would say most days In terms of when it comes to being A coach And if you don't think You've got the players to do that Week in week out Then you've got You've got a problem You're doing something wrong uh, In your job um, And your, your other point About um, Stephen Jarr what you've been saying I, I thought the comments for Sam Allardyce I don't know if people read them At, at the weekend Where he He said about Stephen Jarrett In terms of coming out in public And saying that he felt really down And this is the most difficult And going to wait to reflect For 40 hours But I thought Sam Allardyce Showed is it, and I like Stephen Gerrard's own, honestly. As I've said, but when him you read Allardyce saying, you shouldn't do that. You have got to keep that private, keep that to yourself, because then you're making your staff question, yourself, you're making your players question, mm-hmm. supporters. Don't let people see that side of it. Yeah, you're feeling it, but don't put that out in public. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was very interesting. I just thought there, you could tell there speaks a man with 25 years' experience of management under his belt compared to to, to Gerrard. Even though I do think that he's a, an excellent young manager. It's a good question from Andy Jim because. Mm-hmm. Well the truth
1: probably In the middle But th- those are the two camps That people have at the moment If you like You've either got Gerrard's doing something wrong And it needs to adapt better To Scottish football Or quite simply You've got There are players there That are making too many mistakes mm.
3: Which which one carries The most weight for you I think players make mistakes And how It's how you deal With those mistakes And how you cope With the mistakes I mean you can have good players I mean I've said before You know you've seen A lot of top performances From Rangers Both domestically And in Europe So they do have players That on their day are, are, Can be very good but it's when the tide turns. It's, the, it's that mental toughness and the expectation level of playing for Rangers. As Andy says, can they handle playing for Rangers? You know, it's you know the the the, the spotlight on that, and also you know the demands of of having to win game mm. every single week is very very is very very um, important. And as I said, I think a lot of these players have been found wanting in that case, and and that's probably what's frustrated Stephen Gerrard most. Because listen, Gordon, any of us could look and say oh he's a good player but when things are going well how do you yeah. know what like he is when it when it's, it goes
4: against them
1: well we asked you the question would you start Morelos? would you start Canberri would you start them both Andrew McLean has the answers for us
4: yeah well Stephen Gerrard has started them both tonight both come in to the starting lineup, as does Yanis Hadji as does Glenn Kamara as well the four that drop out Ryan Jack Scott Arfield Ryan Kent as well drops out of the team and onto the bench and Greg Stewart drops out as well. So it will be Alan McGregor who starts in goal. A back four of James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, George Edmondson and Borna Barisic. The midfield three, Stephen Davis, Glenn Kamara and Joe Aribo. It looks to be Yanis Hadji off the right. It'll be Florian Camberi off the left with Alfredo Morelos back in the starting lineup and back up front for Rangers. The substitutes Fodringham, Katic, Halliday, Jack, Kent, Barker and Defoe. i have got the Hamilton team as well. It'll be Luke Southwood in goal. Adam McGowan, Sean Want, Jamie Hamilton and Scott McMahon across the back. It'll be uh, Smith Gogic Martin and Alston across the middle Marius Ogpo and David Moyle up top the substitutes for them Fulton McKenna Hunt Collar Miller uh, Winter and Mimno
1: there we go Andy Welsh are on the line then what do you make of that Morelos is back in the starting 11 and Cambery's alongside him happy with that
9: well I actually wrote that didn't I see the whole bit plays through Tigers tonight because Alfred Mirezal, he always has a tongue. He's got, to, he's got to start repaying what Rangers, Rangers fans, they go to the games and everybody, yeah, he's got to repay something. tonight. I'm really glad for that. I mean, hopefully, we'll get back into one of movies again. You know what I mean? Yeah. I am. I'm, what type
1: I of think, uh, what type of reception will he get, Andy? I know Rangers fans do feel a bit disappointed and let down, but I would imagine he'll still get a good reception, won't he?
9: Well, I'd imagine so, I yeah, because I mean. When I I mean you say he's got his mum isn't well So you've got to forgive the guy for that Is anybody going to see their parents Maybe the a day late No, I think they've all got a really good reception And I think I'm crossing my fingers and my legs And everything night that he scores at least two Maybe in a hat-trick Just to show the Rangers fans a, Yeah, I'm here
1: Andy doesn't he want much Just a hat-trick from Alfredo Morelos What do you make of that team Can Barry plays um, Hadji comes back in Morelos in the starting
2: 11
3: well, again, it looks like it's going to be a four-three-three. Cambery probably playing in the left. So again, we've mentioned this seems to be sticking with it. You know, obviously Kamara's come back in as well. So it's it's listen, it's a good enough team to to win the game. Obviously, they do have the width with the with the fullbacks. Uh, Ryan Kent being left out because it was only a week ago when um, Stephen Jeddah again publicly defended Ryan Kent. You know, on the, on the back of some criticism after he scored that winner against. Braga, but he's again, he's left him out, so you know, he's, he's made big decisions in, in terms of leaving uh, somebody like that out, Kent out, especially Ibrox When you think he would get more of the ball, brought Morellis back in again. But you know, listen, Morellis has got to do it on a regular, consistent basis now. Not, I mean, I mean, was you know saying they're Can kind of score a couple of goals a night. To be honest with you, I, I don't think that that, that, that that's not enough. You know, because it would be
1: the start, though, wouldn't it? Because yeah, I think although, although we've got the disciplinary thing, mm. it's maybe overshadowed the fact that his form actually hasn't been very good you know, in 2020. His
3: been poor, but he's got to do it between now and end of season, and even at that, you know, there's there'll still be questions asked of him simply because Rangers are, are out of um, the, the Scottish Cup. And I'm not saying it was all down to Marius because they didn't play well. I mean, Rangers didn't play well when Hearts deserved to win, but he 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 could have had uh, a major impact in the game had he made himself available. And Dean Finison Thank you for the call Scotty's on Twitter He's not
1: too sure About the Celtic team He thinks Griffith Should start every game Alongside Eduard Especially in the SPFL El is out of form He says I hope Lennon Has selected the correct team Why not let us know What you think on the phones 0141 951 1025 We'll get some travel And you could be next
0: Slide one, Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. They play to win every time. Talk to Thompson's.com.
1: Jim Duffy and Mark Guidi here with me, Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard We've given you team news from Livingston Celtic And Rangers Hamilton We've got three other massive games tonight as well St Mirren against St Johnson Not too far away from here Kladke in goal for St Mirren Hodson, McCarthy, Fomeo And Waters at the back McGrath, Foley, Wallace and Dermis in midfield Jakubiak and Obika Up front on the bench Linus McPherson, McAllister, Andrew Mullen Morias and Xabi as for St. Johnston, Xander Clark and Goal, back four of Anthony Ralston, Jason Kerr, Jamie McCart, Callum Booth, midfield, Wright, McCann, Craig and Witherspoon, Kane and May up front for the Perth Saints. So it's getting interesting at the bottom. You start looking at other people's results. If you're St. Mirren, you'll be thinking, right, Hamilton will possibly, probably not beat Rangers at Ibrox. But look at what Hearts did last night. Um, what's the cliche that you
3: manager tell us Jim Just focus on yourselves <laughs> Well that's what you can do Because it, I mean again Gordon because I've been around for quite a while in football I've, There's been many times You've looked at a result and then and It doesn't go that way <laughs> you're, you're like oh no they've, they've beaten You know Rangers at ibos or Celtic at does This happen very often But usually is a time when you're the, you're the one That's banking on that team to win And they don't So yeah I mean you can only focus on yourself And get to that split you, when it gets to the split Then That's your chance In Scottish football Because mm-hmm. if you're within Three or four points You play each other And that's the time But you don't want to be Too far away Any more than maybe Three or four points Away from anyone So for Hamilton tonight Try and stay as close As you can Sit in If they can get a result wee bit of breathing space Hearts obviously getting That result last night But I still think It'll be between those three for places one and two
1: Well the race for third is fascinating Motherwell are still somehow still in third Despite a really difficult run of results They are at home to Ross County tonight Gillespie in goal Back four of Grimshaw, Gallagher, Hartley And Tate A midfield three of O'Hara, Campbell and Polworth And it's Ahrens and Hilton Either side of Chris Long Who comes back into the team So Tony Watt drops to the bench Along with the likes of Trevor Carson uh, Christy Mazinga uh, who else is on there Mugabe Maguire and Illich And of course that man David Turnbull Stepping up his comeback I would expect to see more of him um, As for County Laidlaw In goal Fraser Fontaine Morris Erwin Mackay Vigers, Mullin Foster Spittle, And Cowie Somehow Like we said Mark Results of, of suited muddle- they, You can't take anything away from them They clearly got good points On the, the board early doors um, But I think it's no
2: wins in eight And still sitting in third at the moment Yeah I mean that's for the You know the they got the banker points at the start Which has allowed them uh, I'd say it's probably more than a blip But as I've said Gordon Out with Celtic and, and Rangers the, the history shows you And again it's this season Most of the other teams Whether it's Motherwell, St Johnston, St Mirren, Ross County They'll go six, seven, eight games Without winning a game And they'll maybe pick up A couple of draws and stuff like that And I've just got to try and ride it And hope they can through it I mean look at St Johnston. At the start of the season, some people are saying Tommy Wright's maybe just mm. this one game away if mm. getting the bullet and, and and look at them now and look at the performance they turned in on Sunday. So it doesn't overly surprise me, but that's where credit is due um to Stephen Robinson and his players because I think he's he's signed very well. Um Kilmarnock, Aberdeen
1: tonight as well. Kilmarnock go Brunescu in goal The back four of O'Donnell Finlay, Broadfoot and Linen, McKenzie. Dicker and Kilty, the midfield three, Burke, Cabamba, and Brophy, the attacking three, Kopravec, Johnson, Millen, St Clair, Del Fabro, Taylor, and Connell on the bench. As for Aberdeen, remember Scott McKenna's out, what looks like for the rest of the season, no Sam Cosgrove anywhere for Aberdeen tonight. So Lewis and goal, back four of Logan, Taylor, Devlin, Considine, Ojo. And Ferguson The holding two McLennan Kennedy And McGinn In behind Curtis Main And on the bench Cherney Hernandez McKenzie Gallagher McGeer Hedges And Anderson So they're The two games On at the same time Motherwell fans Keeping an eye on what Aberdeen are doing And, and vice versa To see who comes out on top For that third place
3: Yeah but again That's a, a really interesting competition For those two teams You know They've been, been up and for For the last few months And Again, it's a it's, it's it's obviously not the main event, but it's still a very important um, you know competition uh, you know between those clubs for European uh, place. The only thing is, I hope that whoever gets there properly gets ready, because every time we seem to get these teams here and, and then and then we, we always make it squishes or you know it starts very early and we need to bring the players in. They don't get any rest and and then we're knocked out in the first round or the second round at best uh, qualifying. So for me, yeah. Get there But if you get there You've earned the right So make the most of it Alec is a Celtic fan On the line
1: What has to be different This time Alec When you think back To the previous game At Livingston And don't Don't make me look stupid here Don't go for the obvious Of score more goals What, what do Celtic need to do Better this time?
10: Well I think that After seeing the, well, First of all How are you doing panel up, uh, I think that After watching The, the game on Sunday you know, That that part was atrocious And you know, for me, after watching Rangers getting put out the day before, you know, I'm, I, when I seen that part and whatever, I was like, "One, I'll just take it and get away, and then regroup." And obviously we've got uh, Livingston tonight again. Plastic pitch. Uh, it's I think it's. it's it, oh, I I was on the show at the beginning of the season, and i mentioned the word mindset. And a Rangers fan came on maybe a couple of nights later and says, "That's a lot of rubbish. It's not nothing to do about mindset." The players that Neil Lennon has signed You know And the players that he's brought in We weren't strong enough The last time we played Livingston That was quite clear Now Every player Every Mace Leverett Celtic player that day Wasn't on the money Now it's very seldom That you know Everybody's effort. So When we got here tonight, Again we're in, the, we're in the stretch now You know we're, 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 we're seeing the finish line So For Celtic to get up here 1-0 Offside And after post A penalty I don't care I don't care what it is Because the, the the finish line's there So It's just a case of getting up here If Livingston want to fight in battle That's what Celtic need to do Celtic need to match them Celtic need to Obviously show Bring out Their qualities and their strengths of what they're good at
1: What about Actually Alec hits on a really good point With mindset For someone like Let's Let's pick Christopher Julian out Because Mm -hmm. he had a torrid time against Lyndon Dykes Mm -hmm. He he took to Twitter to admit that he was Mm -hmm. I think nervous was the word that was used That then became a bit of a a thing didn't it Neil Lennon Mm -hmm. was asked about it He was asked about it in the lead up to this game Mm -hmm. Mentally How how strong will will he have to be And and others who perhaps aren't quite used to this type of challenge
3: Well strangely when I looked at the team And I thought I've seen Elan Ussi in um, Obviously Ryan Christie in Julian would expect to play but these are the guys that obviously had quite a, a poor game the last time Melanussi was really way off it. Ryan Christie got a red card. As you mentioned, Julian struggled. So it's almost as if Neil Lennon went, OK then, I'm putting pretty much the same team, not exactly the same team, but you know, most of these guys who were in for a bit of criticism, go and show your true qualities tonight. This gives you a chance to readdress the balance. Not revenge, but just showing people that that was a one-off it was a rare occasion and it doesn't matter who, whether it's Linden Dykes or anybody else or how Livingston play, we can cope with it even on the surface. Alex has mentioned the pitch was really poor up at uh, St Johnson but would you rather have a, a good playing surface which is artificial or a bobbly winter's grass pitch? You know, and these these are the sometimes the some of questions. So I think tonight with the pitch actually being perfect if you get the ball down and, and, and move it quickly then it should suit Celtic. They, they'll be happier with this pitch than I think they would have been in Sunday's yeah, pitch. but that's...
1: Something that I was Wanting to go on to ask yeah. Anyway Mark Weary Because Alec makes the point About you know If Livingston want to fight Celtic need to fight And you hear that a lot I wonder if that's Our old Scottish mentality Creeping in Where you You talk about you know You having to be up for the fight Of, of course you need to be Committed but, but what about Celtic Actually doing what What, what they're strong yeah, at I agree, I agree in, with you. in dictating yeah. things Rather than getting dragged Into that Type of
2: battle I agree with you 100% And I was going to Pick Alec up on that point as, as well Celtic don't, I don't, mean don't need to fight They need to match for, for effort and application And then the quality should take over So Celtic don't need to turn this into a scrap Livingston will try and turn it into a scrap Because that would give them their best chance Of getting something out of the game But you look through Celtic's team That's not a team that Neil Lennon says like, It's just going to be a scrap And they're just going to fight We'll fight away to the three points That's Neil Lennon saying We'll go about our business as we normally do We'll dictate the game We'll dictate how it goes And it's up to Livingston To see if they can try And keep up with us That's what that It's not about At the moment At the the start of the game It's not about it being a fight
1: Alec thank you very much Enjoy the game tonight Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun
0: For the best football news And opinion online uk Slash football
1: What a battle we had last night I think it was a 7-5 Or something For Roger johanna oh, uh, Good yeah. standard It was a good standard If you want to step up To the plate tonight And try and win a signed ball You need to call us Before 7 o'clock 0141 951 1025 Come on here Answer more questions right Than Jim or Mark And the signed ball is yours It's that simple Beat the pundits next
0: Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Compensation you deserve When there's been foul play Talk to Thompson's.com
1: Big night in the Scottish Premiership Mark Guidi and Jim Duffy are here We're previewing as many of the games As possible Big one along the M8 In Livingston Big one at Ibrooks, For Park Paisley Rugby Park It's all happening So keep your thoughts coming Ahead of kick-off 01419511025 and did any of you happen to catch Billy Gilmore's performance for Chelsea against Liverpool last night? If you didn't, I'm sure you've heard about it. And with a playoff just around the corner, you know the question that's coming next. Did we get him into that Scotland squad, or would you rather take your time? 01419511025. We'll talk Billy Gilmore after this.
0: Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, football.
1: But first, Beat the Pundit time, always time for Beat the Pundit. Tonight's contestants, Paul in Clarkston. How are you, Paul? I'm fine. How's yourself? Not too bad at all. I'm going to toss this coin, Paul. If it's heads, you take on Mark Guidi. And if it's tails, it will be Jim Duffy. And it is tails, Jim Duffy against you, Paul, from Crookston. So I'm going to give Jim. Some Clyde 2 To listen to Paul Just so that he can't Hear what's going on with you And I'll line up the clock There are going to be 30 seconds on it Up against Jim And you can Pass Remember that Paul If you don't know it Just pass it quickly And move right on Okay Okay. Good man Your time starts now Who opened the scoring For Harps against Hibbs last night? Um, Which English club Was Stevie Clark's First managerial role? Uh, West Brom Which Scottish club was Billy Gilmore with before moving to Chelsea? Rangers Where did Celtic sign Fraser Forster from the first time? Newcastle Who managed the last Rangers game before Stephen Gerrard took over? Jimmy Nicholl To the nearest hundred, how many Aberdeen appearances does Andy Considine have? Four Okay, let's see if we can bring Jim back Jim, have you got us? Jim Duffy, can you hear me? Yes Great, same set of questions to you yep. And your time starts now Who opened the scoring for Hearts against Hibs last night? Was it Bizaric? Which English club was Stevie Clark's first managerial role? Oh, managerial role, West Brom Which Scottish club was Billy Gilmore with before moving to Chelsea? Rangers Where did Celtic sign Fraser Forster from the first time? Uh, first time, oh Don't know, pass and Who managed the last Rangers game before Stephen Gerrard took over? The to the nearest hundred How many Aberdeen appearances does Andy Considine have? 500 And where would you find the Aviva Stadium? Uh, the Viva Stadium is... Oh, Quick Norwich Okay uh, What do you think Paul? Uh, I think it's close, I think, oh, it close it. I think it's close Who opened the scoring for Hearts Bozanic scored And it was a screamer But that was the second yeah, Sean Clare's penalty uh, Was the first one uh, So 0-0 after the first question Which English club Was Stevie Clark's first managerial role You both got it West Brom You both knew That Billy Gilmore went from Rangers to Chelsea So it was 2 all. Where did Celtic sign Fraser Forster from The first time It was Newcastle Well done to you Paul mm-hmm. So Paul goes one in front Who managed the last Rangers game Before Steven Gerrard arrived It was Jimmy Nickel A five all draw Easter Road Remember it yeah, Mad game We were, were in here when We were it was yeah. madness um, Graham Murty just before that Jimmy Nickel Well done to Paul Who knew it He goes two in front uh, To the nearest hundred How many Aberdeen appearances Does Andy Considine have It is 500 So Jim pulls one back and it means you've got the chance to equalise because Paul didn't get onto this question. Where would you find the Aviva Stadium, Mark? Do you want to help Double. us? Out? It's Dublin. It's Dublin. where the Republic of Ireland right. play their home games. So well done to you, Paul. You've pipped them by one, right. and Paul. the sign ball's on its way to Clarkson. Paul. All right, cheers,
3: John. Well done. I Good would never get Jimmy well done. Well done.
1: That was Paul and Clarkson. Good, good knowledge show. from Paul. Yeah, show. there were some tricky ones. Fraser Forster at Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, Paul did well there. Well done to you, Paul. And the sign ball is on its way. 01419511025 All your thoughts. Ahead of tonight's action We're here until 8 o'clock So please do keep them coming Morelos is back in For Rangers tonight Rangers fans What type of reception Will he receive Celtic fans Going along to Livingston What has to be better This time Because it was obviously The only away venue That you've lost that In the league this season Plenty other big games For Park Paisley Rugby Park as well Let's talk Billy Gilmore 0141 951 1025 He has Been much talked about today, Jim Duffy, because players, fans, pundits, everyone who laid eyes on his performance last night was impressed. You couldn't not be for 18 years of age to go in and put in a man of the match performance against Chelsea for Chelsea against a strong Liverpool side. It speaks volumes for his talent.
3: Yeah, I mean everyone knows about his talent. It's no surprise, and obviously he was. He was um, three weeks ago. He was moved into the first team uh, group. Uh, to work on a daily basis uh, with Frank Lampard's very uh, talented young squad, and that I think tells you, you know everything. I think you need to know about the player that the the manager and the staff have looked at him every day and thinking that he's good enough to go. And top players will only accept top players, so they know that he's good enough to go in there. There's no issue with that. So not only does he have the technical ability, but he also has, as we've mentioned several times just now. Um, that belief, that mental toughness to go and play for a club like Chelsea. So, listen, we know we have a strong midfield. You know, there's no doubt about that. It's probably the strongest area we have in the national squad. But you've got to find a way to get him in the squad, for me. Um, even if he doesn't play, you know, only a handful of games, a couple of games, because he is a talent. And I think that uh, he will be a future star. And for me, the earlier we can get him into the international setup, the better. So, what do you think on the phones? Get him into the squad now
1: Or take your time Don't rush him Don't put too much pressure on 01419511025 His manager to be fair Wasn't a bad midfielder In his day And Frank Lampard Very impressed With Billy
11: Gilmore Showing last night I've got absolute trust in Billy um, And I think when you watch him play I remember when, I, when he first Came against Sheffield United And we drew, we drew the game And people sort of questioned this, this kid He looks like a 15 year old Or something I remember individually Someone saying that to me But um, but I have no problem with him because if he's, if he's small in stature, he's huge in personality and he's also huge in talent. And when you, well For me, when I look at a midfield player, I, I have lots of questions. Do you want to receive the ball in, in all positions, in all moments? Yes, he does. Do you want to make angles? Have you got, Do you pick the right pass? Yes, he generally does. Will you put your foot in? Yes, he does. Uh, he does all the right things and he's humble um, and all his family were here tonight, I think his Nan and Grandad were here down from Scotland. And what a performance. Not just as a youngster coming into the team, that's one level. He performed like a top-class player, going up against top-class players. So it was great, great for Billy. So it's a
1: yes for Jim Duffy in terms of getting him into the Scotland squad. We'll find out Mark Guidi's assessment in just a second. Let's check in with Ian in Motherwell. What did you make of that performance last night, Ian? I
12: thought it was a fantastic performance. And uh, I'm actually in my way, I'm a season ticket holder at third Park. And I'm going to see David Turnbull and I hope that both Billy Gilmer and David Turnbull are going to be in the Scotland squad for this very, very important game. Gage, to me, is not a barrier. Both of them have got plenty of ability and they should be in the Scotland set-up and we should be looking for boys to come for the future. Not Boys that have not got us anywhere just now So I would throw in Not just Billy Gilmore and David Turnbull But a lot of the young ones that are the Under 21s and whatnot
1: just now Yeah I mean Turnbull's not started a game yet So you would imagine the injury situation His day will probably come Mark But I can't see it being at the end of this month Just because of the injury Would you put Billy Gilmore in?
2: And the Scotland squad 100% And Steve Clark was at the game last night And Steve Clark uh, as Jim knows, Steve Clark's coached Frank Lampard uh, Over many seasons at Chelsea With his different roles and different managers So he'll be in daily contact there He'll be getting the inside track And Frank Lampard, there'll be a conversation And Frank will say, you better come along I'm going to start be He's been tipped off, he goes to the game And I thought it was I just loved listening to Frank Lampard It was great, just a great assessment uh, Of Billy Gilmore, the player And the person So it gives you a fantastic um, insight I agree with Ian Age isn't a barrier If he's good enough um, Get him in And uh, Two things struck me From last night um, First of all Just very proud uh, To see a young Scottish player going down and thrive Particularly a club like Chelsea And you're talking One of the top five uh, In the UK So it's brilliant to see that we sent a wee bit of sadness that we, that we didn't see him in Scotland Ultimately a player of his talent Is always going to leave And the thing for Rangers Could have been If they could have had him For a couple of years He could have potentially Turned into a 10, 15, 20, 25 million pound player So there's a bit of Sadness there But just great to see A young talent go down And do well And the key word uh, For me at all Because I, I think sometimes it's more, it's more than talent Was when um, Frank Lampard said He's humble And I'd and just love to hear that About young footballers
1: Is that the bit then that Allows us to because kind of you're caught right in between, Jim. Because you recognise the talent, obviously, and and that tells you well, you know, accelerate them, you know, put them mm-hmm. in. But then you've always got that in the back of your head saying, you know, we, we rush players too much, and we put too much pressure on them. But it sounds like from the guys who work with him that he's got the mentality to handle
3: that as well. well I don't know if we do rush players, Gordon to Boniswe, and, and and you know this kind of level. I don't think we've had that many real, you know. Superstar talent yes, that, that we've managed to You know we Sometimes we're a wee bit More conservative We're always Kind of waiting to see But As Mark has said there I think when a manager Is telling you To take a personality he said he's, he's got a huge personality But he's humble And I think That's the the, the key element Because You know You can get boys you get carried away I mean you're, you're living in London You're playing we a massive club You're earning a lot of money you're thrown in, you know. With your mind, you're talking about your loads of top, uh, you know, uh, ex players, pundits success. all waxing lyrical about you. hard to keep your feet in the ground. But if you've got that type of personality, you think this is what I love doing. Then for me, that's the reason why I think we should encourage him to be in the squad. Sometimes mm-hmm. if you speak to the manager, they might say, "Listen, I don't really want him in the squad. Yeah. His head's big enough without putting him in there." But Frank Lampard's actually saying, "No, he can handle that." So for me, a hundred percent. Got to be in the squad
2: And what I a, what a, Just as Jim said And Frank I was saying What a credit to his family You talk about upbringing there Jim And just keeping that, a level head And not getting carried kind of, An absolute credit To his family as well Brilliant
3: It's like Andy Robertson Very similar I feel You know Andy Robertson's br- 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 you know Brought up his family all that brilliant Keeping a level head Playing for a club Like Liverpool So for me He's the next, the next guy And it's brilliant For Scottish football Because for decades we were struggled really to find top class players Now we're finding a, a few Ian are you going as far as to say
1: You know you bring them into the start and 11 I mean you've, you've brought them into the squad But as Jim Duffy mentions earlier yeah. on We do have we do have a lot of midfielders actually playing At the top level in Scotland or in the English Premier League Yeah
12: they're maybe playing at the top level But they're not producing the goods When it comes to play for Scotland Personally what I would have done When we get shot at Bertie votes was I would have built a team round about the youngsters rather than keep on playing the same faces all the time that I've got is nowhere, but it's done to the SFA to put stop putting pressure on the Scottish manager to qualify for tournaments rather than build a team. Let us build a team round about the young ones and hopefully and it will no go for years and years with it. Qualifying for major championships again This
1: is not a slight on On Billy Gilmore It's a compliment to the rest Jim that, That's what I'm trying to To remember because It's unfair to overlook The great things that John Fleck's doing yeah. Or that John McGinn's doing And Scott McTominay's come back in in McGregor,
3: Ryan Jack. Like, I
1: started with yeah. those three Just yeah. because they're in the same league yeah,
2: But th- then yeah. once, once you come up here so And the midfield there is not a problem No you know, if, 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 if Billy was a brilliant talent, see if Billy Gilman was a centre half, you'd oh, say, yeah. "Oh, you're a beauty." Or see if he was a brilliant number nine player, for, you'd say, "Oh, you're a dancer." But he but he's, happens to be in an area where where it's a strong. That's not to say if he's good at going mm. starting, a agree. If he's good enough, and he shows up in training and he's in the squad, and, and Steve Watson for two or three days in, mm. throw him in. But it's just a it's a pity we don't have that quality in other areas.
1: Stevie is from Renfrew. Stevie, it's so become a bit. One way traffic Mark would have him in the squad Jim would have him in the squad Ian on the line Had him in the squad Are you On the same Same uh, same side of the fence here? Absolutely I'd have him
13: in there straight away First pick to Billy Gomer Great player Good talent But what I'd like to say In regards to Billy Gomer And Andy Robertson They're top talents now Because he left Scotland So if he stayed in Scotland For a couple of seasons More than he did, He wouldn't have been He would have been the level of it now Honestly I mean Mark said that if he stayed in Scotland for two seasons may have a 10 £50 million pound player. I doubt that very, very much because he would have been playing against the, the, the consistent level of quality player. They put the other girls play against week in, week out, not just games, but in training. I mean that boys play against top top playing with top top quality players on a daily basis. So he's learning a lot more than he in the last two or three years down at Chelsea. And he's ever, he ever learned In any club in Scotland That includes Celtic He we was there So The guys are, The guys like your have your You McTominay's you mm. Andy Robertson's And all that Get out Get out of Scotland Stay out of Scotland And learn from the guys that are and
1: be, and be good for Scotland Because of that So At the, at the same time Steve Surely there, there's more than one way of doing it you, you make a lot of fair points But let's take one of the other guys Who lit the English Premier League up John McGinn at the start Played for St Mirren for years Moved on to Hibs And then went down So I, I don't think you Have to leave Scotland to flourish Should we not be trying to to Not chase guys away I think the best
13: thing for Especially now If you've got, if you've got any talent at all You want to be trusting that talent you look at the academy players. They want to They want to be playing against the top top players all the time, to, to learn. Not just to, to learn, but to, to, to obviously to learn a talent. But to get that consistent level of level of play, where it becomes natural to to make that step up from uh, playing the leagues like Scotland's, or from them English Premiership up to an international stage. I mean, the jump from the the jump from the English Premiership to international is as much of a jump as they going to Scotland. Scottish level football, international level football, and the levels that Scotland wants to be at. I mean, it's no wonder. It's, it's really no wonder that Scotland's not doing really well uh, internationally because they're just not playing consistently at that kind of high level for players to to pick to come up, to pick, out, to pick to, uh, the, lower, the kind of lower teams in Scotland.
3: Yeah, but football is you know, all about there, development. I mean, it's all, it's about development. It's how you develop as a player. I mean, I mean, Van Dyke comes up to Scotland. And, you know, learns elements of how to play Not everything Then goes to Southampton Learns more of how to play And then he goes to Liverpool So it's stages about your development It's not, you can't just say Oh, he's in Scotland It wouldn't work There's umpteen examples of top players Who have either stayed in Scotland You know, or, or been in Scotland for a good part of their career And then moved And they've been very, very good players so you know you can't just kind of throw a blanket round them on and say, "Oh well, if you don't if you don't move from Scotland, you can't be successful." Because that's just nonsense. I mean, there's lots of players. I mean, as you mentioned, Andy Roberts, Andy Roberts is at Queens Park. Then he goes to Dundee United. Then he goes to Hull. Then he goes to Liverpool. He can't erase he, those yeah, parts. Exactly. From his, all of from those parts are all part of his development. Uh, you know, not just in the football side, but his mentality, his desire, his his application. All those coaches, all of them, all helped him become. The player he was, so you know, I I don't I don't agree that you have to get out of Scotland. And Billy Gilmer, if you could go and playing in Rangers first team at seventeen or eighteen, which he may well have done, then for me he would have been a top player uh, because he would have had more first team experience. Whereas Chelsea would take maybe a little bit longer. Listen, we're not decrying Billy Gilmer. We've both said we're watching of over. We think he's tremendous and he should be in the squad. But I don't think you can automatically say he wouldn't have been that type of player if he if he'd had to stay at the rangers. How does he differ
1: stylistically from the other midfielders we've got? Because we've established that there are there are good midfielders mm. there. We do have a lot of options. Crucially, though, rather than worrying about whether he's better than them
3: or not, mm. is he different? Does he do something that they can't or, or they don't If I was looking at the, the the guys we mentioned, you know, we you know we mentioned half a dozen of them there. I would probably say he's more similar to, to Callum McGregor than the other ones, you know, in terms of getting on the ball, making passes. He can, you know, link up the play forward, He can get it from the defenders. But he's more more of a, a passer creator, as Frank Lampard said there. He wants the ball everywhere. And his, his range and his choice of passing is very, very good. So for me, if I was... He's not like John McGinn Who breaks forward And gets in the box Or a Scott McTominay Who's more a defensive sitter And Ryan Jackson. so So I think if I looked At all of the ones We have available now I would say he's more akin Not not identical But more akin To a Callum McGregor Style of player Mark when you watched that Last night though and, and this is where You're struggling to not Get carried
1: away Because actually The performance last night Had a bit of everything There was actually For someone who looks So small and so young There was a, a real bit Of aggression There was a, there were a lot of tackles A lot of tracking back there was a lot of things In terms of taking the ball In tight areas Not being flustered Giving it to other people Then there were some Outrageous flashes I'm sure you've seen the clip Where he yeah. he leaves Fabinho You know For dead And, and plays a pass That, that clip itself Has gone viral So there was actually A lot to
2: enjoy About the performance ah, it, it, it was great And um, You know About three weeks ago When Jim mentioned it um Remember when the, it was like sort of promoted permanently. You know, there's your peg in the first or your locker in the first team restroom, and you're now with us on a daily basis, which was wonderful. I think just after the winter break, or just or, sorry, just after the window closed, or just before it. And um, so, this was before last night. And obviously, he'd had wee taste of the first team. You know, he'd made half a dozen appearances on and off, but actually, and um, I'm no name drop me, Sir, Sir Kenny the Leash doing his column Birthday with today. him. Is it his birthday? Yeah. Day, is it all oh, right? Okay. I'm sure I read that somewhere? Doing his um, column at the Sunday Post, and we spoke about him, and already then, and, and Kenny said, "He said, look, he said, see if he's good enough, and he is." He says, "Get him in." He says, "Steve will, will put him in." They said, um, and this was before he made the impression that he made last night. So it was doing, it been doing, he's been doing the rounds in English football mm. since the start of the season in terms of what he's got. Uh, and what he can do So I don't think to, And it's certainly The way Frank Lampard Was speaking there Wasn't come as any Great surprise to him What Billy uh, Gilman Managed to do last night And that seems to be the case um, Down south too So for a young Scottish guy To be making The headlines We think of the superstars At Chelsea And the superstars All up and down That league Like I said away at, the, at the top When we started talking about it, it just makes you very proud
1: Thank you very much To Ian and Motherwell And Stephen Renfrew Ian You enjoy the game tonight Hopefully Uh, The second half that I'll arrive for Will be better than the second half I discovered last week When i got starting to think I'm an unlucky um, omen Because it was brutal The second half uh, (laughs) Last week But Ian's gone along to the game In Motherwell 01419511025 For you to get in touch And we've got a full time teaser For Mark and Jim next Get your pen and paper ready
0: Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Road Accident Solicitors The compensation you deserve When you've been sidelined Talk to Thompson's.com
1: Building up to kick off In the five big Premiership games This evening amongst them Rangers against Hamilton at Ibrox And Livingston Celtic At the Tony Macaroni We're also talking Billy Gilmore After his performance Against Liverpool last night The Him Street in the Scotland squad or do you think everyone's hyping them up And you want to take things a bit slower You tell us So 1419511025 And we've got a question for the guys as well This one's been sent in tonight by Chris Socrates Thank you to Chris And it reads The last time Celtic won a league match At Livingston Was Almost exactly 14 years ago It was March 2006 Gordon Stratton's team Can you name the starting lineup From that game? So it was twenty seventh of March two thousand and six. I think Livy actually got relegated that season, and we've not really seen them in, until
2: right, to, until okay. last
1: season. And it was the last time Celtic won an away match okay. at Livingston. So Gordon oh. Strachan's era,
2: two thousand six. Yeah, it's got so I would say blah blah Arthur Boric in goals. Boric. Yes. Boric. Paul Telfer oh, yes. Uh, well, Steve we'll McManus.
1: Yes, yes You're doing them in order You not actually get the full. Uh,
2: I don't think so Bo- 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 T- Lee No
1: Alright, we'll leave it there With your first wrong answer Because there's plenty of time To get it right uh, Boric, Telfer, McManus And Baldy So far Four down And seven to go uh, We are building up to kick off In the five big matches tonight We had one last night And Hearts. Showed that they can beat other teams apart from Rangers. Jim, is yep. this the start of a Hearts revival? We've said that a few times.
3: I mean, I, I did say on the programme, and the, you know, the, you know, the start and the, and the window. That I felt Hearts would be better because I felt that he had to make big decisions. Daniel Stendel, he got rid of a few players, a few members of staff, and there was a lot, of a lot of comment made about it. But I felt we had to he had to do something or else. He, they would have been relegated, and it's maybe taken a little bit longer than he would have hoped. But the players. The concern for me From Hatterfield Would be the injury To John Souter I mean I know They got away with it I mean obviously um, But he's another one That just seems to be Getting these succession Of injuries And he's a key player So You know They kind of keep Getting top players Injured all the time But a fit Naismith Has made a big difference There's no doubt about that um, so I think they will improve And I think the fact Just psychologically Getting off the bottom Of the league Is a massive boost for them And also Don't listen They're beating the biggest rivals Who they will play In the semi-final In the cup as well But that's got to Give them a boost So yeah I, I see Hearts uh, improving now Between now and end of the season.
1: We were about to speak To Ross Who's a Hearts fan From East Kilbride But for some reason We're struggling to get you On the line So Ross If you can still hear us Why not call us back Right now And we'll try and get that patched up Ross the Harps fan from East cobride give us a call let's hear from the managers last night after that 3-1 victory
3: for Harps at Easter Road only one game in the league and uh, we have ten, 10 games left and um, yeah, we need to do it again on Saturday again next week uh, but uh, it's good for our confidence that we know we can do it two times in a row and I hope we can show it and post conceding the first goal, we had
7: a, we were poor, lost a bit of discipline in terms of shape and our decision making became foggy in that period,
1: so that, that except in terms of that part of the game, we weren't good enough and that's ultimately what's cost us the match as well. It's possibly our fault Mark, because on last night's show we were saying, oh Hibs are on a great run and Hearts are struggling, could Hibs actually finish third because they're only five points off it and, and all the rest of it and it really didn't go the way many people expected last night.
2: No I mean having watched Hearts a couple of times Recently uh, I watched the, the game Against Rangers On, the, on the, the telly On Saturday night And I got back from Allah, But watched them Against um, Hamilton At home a couple of weeks ago And like I said Hamilton were 2-0 up After 15 minutes I think Hamilton Would have won 3 or four nothing That day Had the young fella Hamilton not get sent off And then Hearts come back to 2-2 But um, to go to Easter Road Last night And to win 3-1 Is a great result Still a bit of work to do That That's him put Two results mm-hmm. together So need to go And do it again At the weekend and show what they can do, but they're certainly heading in the right direction. And I I agree with Jim as well. I mean, Stephen A. Smith Mm. is just so key to that team, Mm. and and not only what he can do to talk about. You see him; he's constantly coaching Mm. on the pitch. He's talking players You know Hunting in packs You see him you know Directing and him, it's, it's ah, right, yeah. he just he, So he's Conducting a it. He's a major presence He's influential in terms of mm-hmm. Scoring goals and creating But just in terms of the shape And the discipline the organisation mm-hmm. He's key on the park
1: uh, Ross is on the line He's a Hearts fan From East Kilbride I know you've got a couple of points Ross so let's start with your Club side Last night Just how Happy are you After what happened at Easter Road
7: um, I was delighted with the result last night um, I thought our team played very well, very much the same sort of gritty performance as we had on Saturday and I thought Stendhal's, um tactics of actually dropping or, or, or resting Stephen Naismith actually um, probably played out, uh, played into our fans more than his, I think they were expecting him to play um, and to be combating with him but I think I think that probably shocked them a
1: little bit. Is this the start of the revival, Ross? Because you look at the the game against Rangers and you've beaten Rangers already, um, and, and that didn't come to anything. This one was in the cup, and you then follow that up with a crucial Edinburgh derby victory. Is it is it onwards and upwards? Or are you still fearing that there's um you know deeper lying problems there? Well, no, I,
7: I think if you, if you can't build from two victories like this, massive victories as well against. Um, a Rangers side that's been doing well obviously in Europe and um, Hibs as well have actually been playing a lot better as well um, as Hugh Kebens, um keeps telling us all the time anyway um, but, um, but you know um, if you can't raise yourself after two massive results like that and if they play like that every game and use them as 10 cup finals maybe they might get a cup final at the end of the season but you know use the next 10 games as cup finals and play like that All the time Then I don't see us having a problem And staying in the league
1: Yeah what a battle we've got At the bottom Hamilton are bottom on 21 points Hearts 1 point better off And then St Mirren 3 better off um, Above Hearts So St Mirren in 10th At the moment I know you had some thoughts on, on Billy Gilmore as well Ross Are you one that would Put him straight in the Scotland squad Or are you one that would Adopt a bit more caution
7: I'm all for playing um, Young players if, if young players are playing Regularly and 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 um they're going um that they're getting the experience and they're playing well, then I'm all for players getting uh, that promotion to the the bigger the bigger stage, especially and and, and see with what um the guys are saying as well about Billy Gilmore, that was Mark Roberton that had him and Mark Robertson probably felt pressurized. Maybe that he couldn't play this boy, you know, but he, he probably would have stepped into the Rangers team at the time. But there's plenty of other players within the league that are getting that chance. Aaron Hickey at Harps is only 17. You've got Lewis Moore as well who played last night. Um, and they played well over the last two games. You've got other players at other other clubs like Porteous at Hibbs, You've got Ferguson at Aberdeen. There's youth players coming through. There's good talent coming through. Unfortunately, Rangers and Celtic don't tend to play the young players and the only one that's come through to uh, that I can think of is um, the boy Taylor that came from Kilmarnock and he plays the odd game now and again, not all the time. But
1: what, about, what about the likes of James Forrest, Callum McGregor, Kieran Tierney before he left and then to a lesser extent Mikey Johnson? I, I know this is something that maybe at certain times but I'm not sure you could accuse Celtic of that at the moment Ross, could you really?
7: Well they're, they're, they're not young anymore These guys are Yeah but they were tested, tested. Yeah they were But not now I mean There's not that many Players coming through Maybe it's Maybe it's easier For Celtic to do it Than it is for Rangers Because Rangers are under pressure To run every the game Maybe Jim, it's that way
3: Jim what do you think? I mean listen, I mean we've said before oh, I think we always were just good young players and I think that that, that that you know, you get purple patches and you get errors where there seems to be a little bit more in certain positions, as Mark has said, we don't seem to find I mean Scott McKenna came through there a couple of years ago and people were talking about five million plus. Has he has he progressed quite at the, the same speed as 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 we thought probably not, and then obviously he's got injured. Lewis Ferguson, as we mentioned earlier on, he's been terrific. Aberdeen have <sighs> got McLennan that you know they put in, you know the uh, Campbell there. I mean, mother of, I've, I've got a number of young boys, in the, I mean I've command I've got a couple of boys, I mean Campbell and stuff like that. So listen, there's there's some good players all yeah. around. That pretty much every team, Hamilton, Lewis Smith saying, at Hamilton. You know they've yeah. got uh, they, they they keep Hamilton. Jamie Hamilton. Yeah, they yeah. keep producing them, and then obviously moving them on. So I think we've always produced some good young players. I just think that. Getting them into the international setup is another yeah. level again because, mm. again, it's that you know we're always struggling to qualify. You know we're never comfortable. Every team we play is always better than us, or most of them are always better than us because of our coefficient, uh, and we're always in a, a lower pot playing against higher seeds. So it's difficult to get yeah. these young boys in because again this, the 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 pressure is trying to qualify. Hopefully people who listen
1: regularly will will pick up, Mark, that I absolutely love our league. It's my mm-hmm. be-all and end-all. Mm-hmm. I don't really pay as much attention to, to other leagues, so I'm, I wouldn't even dream about talking it down. But as much as Ross rhymes off a few guys, there does become a point where you have to sit back and hold your hands up and say, that's fine, but doing it for Chelsea against Liverpool is, is really when... You know people out with our circle Are going to sit up and, and take notice
2: Yeah but listen You're, you're right Gordon You can't deny the, the quality that exists Down south And I know it was an FA Cup tie last night But Liverpool still had a, a, a strong team out It was a big game for Frank Lampard last night bearing in mind while well, Chelsea are In the league bearing in mind They get thumped 3-0 the week before By, uh, by Bayern Munich in the Champions League And then um, So they, you know there was a bit of pressure on there Last night in front of their own supporters um, And that's you know as well it was the Frank Lampard It was oh, a wee sympathy oh, That boy's Scottish And his mum and dad And his granny's coming down We'll mm-hmm. just keep him mm-hmm. a wee game You know He deserved it And he showed last night He repaid his manager's faith And obviously Frank Lampard's made his mind up A day or two in advance Giving the boy notice So that mm-hmm. his family could come down So look It was great And when you go and do it At that level With the greatest of respect To a league It is a different level
1: Ross and Iscobide Thank you very much Hopefully we will speak to you soon we're going to take a breather because we've got five big kickoffs coming up next, and we're going to go back to Livingston and Ibrooks after these.
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. The league leader for compensation. Talk to Thompson's.com.
1: Kick-off fast approaching in the five big Premiership games We've got a full-time teaser to wrap up We're going to speak to Davey in Wishaw as well But let's start going back around a couple of the grounds Get a flavour of the atmosphere and a recap of the teams Firstly to Livingston against Celtic with Alison Conroy
5: Yeah, the scene of Celtic's only away defeat this season The Tony Macaroni Arena Livingston strong at home They've conceded just two goals here since the 10th of November and undefeated since then at home as well. So one change for Livingston from that draw with Hibs at the weekend. It's Robbie McCrory in goal, a back three of John Guthrie, Kieran Brown and Effie Ambrose in a midfield five of Arnterra Sinclair, Craig Sibyl, Steve Lawson, Scott Pittman and Scott Robinson. Up top for Livingston, it's Lyndon Dykes and Stevie Lawless. One change for Celtic from St. Johnson at the weekend. Mohamed Ilianusi comes in for Lee Griffiths. So Fraser Forster in goal, a back four of Chris Iron, near beat on Chris Julian and Greg Taylor then it was Scott Brown and Callum McGregor with the three of James Forrest, Ryan Christie and Mohamed Ilyanussi up top for Celtic tonight is Odson Edward. your referee at the Tony Macaroni is Willie Collum, as the teams come out here, a kind of big Celtic support here as you know, they've got the two end stand and the stand that we're sitting in as well, and the Livingston fans just in the stand opposite us for this one Gordon.
1: Marguerite, Jim Duffy quickly, the Celtic do mm. what they couldn't do earlier this season and win there yeah, Two nil Celtic.
3: Yeah, I think I'm. I'm. I'm in I'm thinking they. They. They'll, they'll win this we well, wee bit to spare
1: OK Rangers Massive ask Well not massive game I should say for them Following recent Domestic disappointments Let's go to Ibrooks And check in with Andrew McLean
4: Well I think you can call it A bit of a sparse crowd Here at Ibrooks, Which probably comes As no surprise But Steven Gerrard laid down the gauntlet To his players He wants to see Before the end of the season Who's with him After he confirmed His commitment to the club Yesterday after a troubling spell And especially a big night For Alfredo Morelos as well He's back in the starting lineup, back for another disciplinary issue. And he says he's ready to prove himself to the supporters. But just one goal in eight games for him since the winter break. Hamilton will hope they can lift themselves back off the bottom of the league. But Rangers have won the last seven matches between these two sides, scoring 27 goals in the process. As for team news, Rangers make four changes from that loss to Hearts at the weekend. Jack, Arfield, Kent and Stewart drop out. In come Kamara, Haji, Kamberi and Morelos. So Alan McGregor starts in goal. A back four of James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, George Edmondson and Borna Barisic. The midfield three, Glenn Kamara and Stephen Davis with Yanis Hadji and Florian Camberi supporting Alfredo Morelos. The substitutes, Fodrigam, Katic, Halliday, Jack, Kent, Barker and the As for Hamilton, they make three changes. Hunt, Collar. And Templeton drop out, in come Hamilton, McMahon and Smith. A 4-4-2 for them, Luke Southwood starts in goal. The back four of Aaron McGowan, Sean Want, Jamie Hamilton and Scott McMahon. The midfield four, Lewis Smith, Alex Gogic, Scott Martin and Blair Olsen. With Marius Ogpo and David Moyle, the front two. The substitutes, Fulton, McKenna, Hunt, Collar, Miller... Winter and Mim- Mimno Nick Walsh is the referee For this one at Ibrook tonight Joe Arrivo standing over the ball And no handshakes between The teams or the officials Ahead of this one Because of the new Coronavirus protocol
1: Then we go about to get underway At Ibrox At Livingston at Fir Park Paisley Rugby Park Are Rangers going to get back To winning ways? Yes Rangers yeah. 3-0 Oh confident Very comfortable For you?
3: Yeah I think the Rangers Have really got to show um, a, a response And uh, you know I think it's one of those times Where I think they really will get after Hamilton And you know I think it'll be just a wee bit too much for Hamilton tonight. So I'm I'm, I'm with Mark, Probably a, a three goal margin
1: There we are We are underway it's One team who do have a three goal margin Scotland women's national team 3-0 up on Ukraine In their Pinnata Cup opener uh, Martha Thomas scoring a double on her debut So um, well done to Shelley Kerr's side Looks like they're going to close that one out No goals to tell you about obviously Because we've got about what, 20 seconds on the clock So that would be quite something before we speak to Davy, Just quickly on the teaser The last time Celtic won An away league match in Livingston Was March 2006 Can you name the starting line-up? It was Boric, Telford, McManus and Baldy. That's what you had before the break
2: mm, I'll, 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 I'll try the two up top So I'll try... Dion Dublin. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I didn't and
1: think you would get that, I must admit.
3: Partnered by Magic Zarafsky? Uh, you you remember this game. You were obviously there. Okay. Jim? I'm just trying to get across the back four. And if the, the two fullbacks, backs was it? Mo Camara? No. Is it uh, Thompson? No. Uh, Ross Wallace? No. no. Adam Virgo? I'm playing for St. Mirren tonight? Uh, no. no.
2: Okay, uh, I'm toiling with that then.
3: Uh, midfield? Harry McCourt?
2: No. I'll, I'll try two centre mids. Well it's 2-3 I think So I'll go Keenan-Lennon
1: Lennon yes Keen, no Petrov All right. Petrov yes We'll I leave it there mean, Let's good. speak to Davy In Oisho Hi Davy How you doing guys? Not bad Davy What's on your mind? Uh, I
10: was about to talk about Aaron Hickey mm-hmm. The possibility of Celtic taking
1: him on Well I don't think He'll be short of suitors will he? Um, he's
2: He was on the books uh, uh, As a kid um, At Celtic I think there's yeah, I, I I would say there's, there's an interest there Yeah, I think he's one of the guys Boys, that's on the radar And although I don't know if this is common knowledge It wasn't when somebody told me Although he plays at left back You know, He's just as good if not better On his right foot back, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so he can play in, in either full back position And do it very, very well And very comfortably um, There was a bit of interest in him um, From down south uh, During the January window and I think Hearts at that time Maybe 1.2, 1.4 million So uh, I wouldn't be surprised To see him being sold in the summer
1: I mean I take it Davy, as a Celtic fan That's one you're interested in That's why yeah. you've you've brought it up I've been
10: watching Aaron Hickey all season He's, he's so impressive He's for, the, for his age as well But Celtic take him away don't, Just as long
3: as it doesn't Turn into another Scott Allen but well, The only thing is I, I don't see where he could play You know and that's the thing for me just now I mean Celtic's got You know three left backs Three right backs. I mean Frimpong's been a revelation since he into the team at right back and he's only in you know, what, twenty? You know, and then you've got you know got Elhamid who has been injured. We've got, got a power. goal for Ross County at for Park, Ian Vigers,
1: um corner from the right side, Liam Fontaine, close range, Motherwell Nil, Ross County one after
3: two minutes. Sorry, as you were. Sorry, I just uh, you know picking up your button up there for a wee <laughs> second there, but, <laughs> but um no, I, I that's the only thing for me. I keep me mean, a good player, really good player, again, really good potential and a player that as Mark said, I'm sure that was on the read of a number of clubs, but there's got to be an opening. And I just don't see Whether would an opening be at Celtic I don't really see the point of Bringing another boy in Just to, just to add numbers David, it's... do you understand that as a concern? Yeah,
10: well I was reading I was reading a good bit of his wiki But says
2: he can play in the, in the
3: centre mid as well So mm. I don't well, think well, Celtic, I think him well, We can play anywhere Jim says
2: Celtic have got three left backs And three right backs and they probably have But technically You would say that they've got Frimpol But one thing there's interest in Frimpong as well. I don't think he's going to go in the but there's interest in him. Ball and Golly probably not going to be good enough, so he's one that could be could be moved on. Maurice Bauer is a loan signing, probably not going to be be permanent. So there might be they might think well, there's actually we're looking for somebody to go and challenge Greg Taylor, be an understudy and Hickey, and then likewise he, he can flip. Over to right back as well So I'm not saying It's going to happen But they're, 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 he's one of the boys That's on the radar
1: Chance for Celtic in from the left El yunusi was the man Trying to provide the finish Just couldn't quite get there And it goes out for a corner I mean the, 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 That learning process Jim that, that we spoke about That development So Aaron Hickey came in And if a player gets pitched in At that age You know he's probably got something He has though Had some difficult days This yes. season And now it looks like He's maybe starting to come out The other side of that Played a lovely ball For, for one of the goals Last night as well So the next couple of years are crucial, aren't they? Because we've seen guys come in at sixteen and seventeen, mm. but then it's it's the next part It's there to yeah. to twenty one, if you like, where we sometimes fall away.
3: Yeah, it's getting regular games, the fitness aspect, and obviously just just as a young teenager, you know, things that impact impacting your life. You know, you, you you meet people. You know, your mind drifts elsewhere. You know, that getting to understand the demands of your physicality, your body's changing. You know, that you, you develop a bit of muscle and all these things, and sometimes that can change how you play as well. But, you know, for instance, Arn Hickey's made a couple of elementary errors, which I think is, is, again, we use that term development. It's all part of that learning process where he's tried to shepherd the ball out, Trying to be a wee bit too nice at times when he thinks, well, I can be a defender here. And I think he's, he's improved steadily all season. Again fitness, we saw him taking cramp, I think it was last year in the cup final when he uh, but eventually kept on. So again, you know, it's like any of you know, I remember Andy Murray playing tennis when he was a you right. young kid and he used to be taking cramp all the time and then eventually they get stronger and physically in all aspects. So for me, I think he's got real potential. I think he will be a player. I'm just not sure if Celtic would be the right move for him. Mm. Uh Davy, you expecting Celtic to win at Livingston tonight? Uh, hopefully. Hopefully.
6: I wouldn't
10: I wouldn't to be honest, I wouldn't mind a thought, Livingston. But That's it. On, on, on what he was saying about Greg Taylor. I'd say Aaron
3: Hickey's a lot more aggressive than Greg Taylor going forward. Greg Taylor can sometimes be scared to take a player on. I get it, his own opinion. I mean, I, I think Greg Taylor's now, now beginning to find his feet as a certified player, yeah. and he's now established as as a kind of you know in there life. back. He had Johnny Hayes, he had Bolling Golly, he had to you know work, yeah. you know, in, in wait and be patient. I think he's now doing that. Uh, and again, you pay two million, I think Bolling Golly was. 3 million So that's the reason Why I'm thinking He won't just Dismiss Bolling I think unless Somebody came in And gave them More or less I, I, th- I don't, I don't, I don't it, think They can just say, yeah, Forget yeah. it and So listen it, it may well be But that's just My, my personal opinion
1: Alright Davy and Wisher, We'll leave it there Thank you very much Davy's keeping a close eye On Aaron Hickey Thinks he could be A shrewd signing for Celtic in the time's to come Six and a half minutes gone The only goal to tell you about Comes at Fur Park And it's for the visitors Liam Fontaine Opening the scoring Some poor defending from Motherwell And Ross County go in front Goalless elsewhere A positive start by Rangers I think James Tavernier's volley past the post Is about the, the closest anyone's come to an opener there What have you made
3: of Celtic's start to the game Jim, they, they, they have had a lot of the ball yeah, I mean, you'd expect Celtic to have it. I'm not quite sure. Looking at the, t- the team shape, where he is playing a three at the back. The only reason I'm saying that is because I've seen Beaton taking a throw-in way yeah, higher up in the same, right-hand yeah. side. And normally, when they play three, that there's a centre-back on the side of the pitch does that, and Ayers playing on the left-hand side. So I think Celtic are playing three at the back with El just playing behind Edwards. So I don't, I don't think it is the four, two, three one I think he's, he's stuck with the three at the back.
2: Yeah, yeah. Looks up. it certainly looks mm-hmm. that way. The shape at the moment mm-hmm. looks like the. The three at the back, Yep for sure. But it's a, a good pace to the game, and it's not you know Celtic with a, a couple of corners. But it's not like Livingston are, are pegged back, you know. So ah, it's it's fairly open at the moment, but Celtic slightly more possession.
1: Yeah, we've not seen Celtic under threat yet though. No. in in the way that they they were in that first game. I know it's only seven and a half minutes gone. Don't get, don't get me wrong, but Livingston haven't managed to. To do what they did well that day in terms of turning Celtic or, or getting Lyndon Dykes right up against the centre backs.
2: No, they've not. They've not. Well, they, I mean, they've launched it a couple of times, but but Dykes hasn't really done any changes. Another one, and uh, Ayers dealt with it uh, comfortably. But look, I, I, as you know, and, and you, you take Sunday afternoons as an example. Livingston will get a, get a turn. They'll get their spell. On the ball And it's up to them To go and try and penetrate The Celtic defence And create chances
1: Okay tonight's question Is this Can you name Celtic starting 11 The last time they won An away league match At Livingston It was March 2006 Livingston haven't been In the league uh, Too often since then And the guys are doing Not too badly so far They've got Boric Telfer McManus And Baldy So they're missing someone From the back four They've got Petrov and Lennon In midfield And Dublin And Zoravsky Up front Gary Caldwell No Stephen Presley Nope So uh, it's a full back You're missing Rather than I a, thought maybe I put Maybe left back yeah, no, no, no. Maybe move one, More of like a recognised Full back
3: Two wide players Mark Wilson Yes Mark I, thought,
1: Wilson?
3: I thought you yeah, were yeah. going to leave him out right till the <laughs> end Brilliant. Mark Wilson Well, well
1: done, done. Yeah.
2: Uh, So we're looking for the two wide players Nakamura and Magidi
1: Nakamura yes Maloney Magidi no Paul Hartley Yes and that's you You've done it. What so it's Nakamura
2: and Hartley. Yeah, uh, Maloney. Nakamura oh, and Maloney. Right. Yeah,
1: you've nailed it. There we go. Quick right as you like. That All could be right. one of the it's earliest changed. yet, <laughs> and no, uh, no clues required. Um, there's been a round of applause in the eighth minute at Ibrox as a,
3: a show of support for Steven Gerrard. All right, so, um, All right
2: number. Eight. Okay, of course. Yeah, he's number eight at Liverpool. Yep yeah. Okay. I I
3: got a show, no, I know one in the ninth minute for Alfredo Morales.
1: Oh well, he's number What's he 20? 20 i need to <laughs> we'll wait a wait bit we'll Stephen uh, Gerrard's had I
2: his... think, think Stephen Listen he, he, He's been round the block A fantastic footballer What he's achieved But I think actually It's a nice touch For the, the Rangers fans I think maybe Stephen Gerrard Listen to his comments And his stuff He's maybe needing a wee bit of love as well And managers need that too Jim As you well know Yeah goalless Ibrox Goalless in Livingston
1: Motherwell are one goal down To Ross County We'll have all the big talking points We'll look back on them all tomorrow night From 6 o'clock In the company of Gordon DL and Mark Wilson We'd love for you to join us then And in the meantime Just stay right there Because Barry Wilkins is in for Callum And he's up next
0: Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. The form team for compensation for more than 40 years. Talk to Thompson's.com.